0: welcome everybody to the women's health line where we have our podcast called measured and we talk about women's health issues now today I want to talk about something very close to everybody's heart uh, and it really spans out to many many elements of our lives right whether it's exercise fat loss and etc and uh, that very important uh, topic is about protein now increasingly we hear a lot of... About this very special uh, thing protein in our diets in our bodies and uh, we have dr lee here with us today and dr Jolinda Lee. and um we're going to talk about several things but first of all i i want to talk about protein and ask you um what is the role of protein in our body in our in in generally mm-hmm. in, in the in the general scheme of things
1: I mean, protein is one of the macronutrients, in addition to carbohydrates and fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we basically need protein because it makes up all of our tissues. So, from our skin to the hair on our heads, but more importantly, like our muscles, bones, our enzymes, our cells—they all would hold up
0: bones. Require protein too? Yes.
1: I so didn't know that. <laughs> all of like our connective tissues. Uh, are actually made up of proteins. I like to think of you know uh, amino acids that make up proteins mm-hmm. like Legos. So I tell my patients that you know essentially we have a um, an array of like twenty different types of amino acids mm-hmm. on so this special array, and just like their special shapes and Legos. You know the the wheels that form the pulleys. Right. Uh, there are what we call like nine essential amino acids. That means our bodies
0: don't don't actually make them. Okay. We need to have this from our diet. So when you say essential Mm -hmm. uh, amino acids, these are not made by our body. Yes. How about non-essential? So
1: non-essential amino acids can be made in the body. So uh, of the 20 amino acids, nine are considered uh, essential amino acids, and of these nine, three are what we call branched chain amino acids, which serve even more specialised uh, functions and are very important towards our ability to develop and in particular to maintain muscles. Okay. So what are these three uh, branched so chains? leucine, isoleucine and vape, but importantly, we're going to be paying attention to leucine, especially coming up in our subsequent
0: uh, Okay. Now, I'm going to ask this question, which, you know, everybody loves to ask, you mm-hmm. know, from bodybuilders to, uh, you know, svelte, silk-like ladies. How much protein should I consume in a day? And, of course, with the caveat, everybody um, needs the varying amount of protein, right? And we'll cover that mm-hmm. later as well. But just right off the bat, you know, how much protein should we consume? I think, you know, if we're looking at
1: recommended daily uh, intakes, the recommended daily intake really is zero point uh, eight grams mm-hmm. per kilogram body weight per day. Meaning that the heavier you are, the more proteins you need. The lighter you are, the less proteins you need. Uh, but don't forget, these recommendations were made probably just after the Second World War. Wow. So you know we need to kind of like take into considerations our uh, understanding of the human body uh its metabolism uh has changed and you know the uh, the role of how research uh plays into our understanding of how much proteins we require okay
0: well uh, when you say let's do a simple calculation mm-hmm. right 0. 0.8 grams per hundred uh per kilogram yeah. sorry um now what if i weigh a hundred kilograms yeah so if you weigh, when but I don't want to be 100 kilograms anymore. So what should I use? Do I do eight, uh, 0.8 times 100 kilograms? Like I'm overweight at 100 kilograms. Yeah.
1: So I think obviously, you know, when we're talking about proteins, there's still calorie. There is a calorie mm-hmm. value attached yeah. to it. And typically, proteins don't come alone mm-hmm. uh, in foods. we see. You know, if we're looking at animal sources, uh, protein comes with fat. Uh, <laughs> so for plants there yeah. is you know less fat associated with that so if we're having more of our proteins from animal sources we're going to be also consuming more calories yeah fact unless we're picking very you know wise choices for proteins that are very lean. okay okay so I think you know the question about 100 kilograms and how much protein you should you know endeavor to have uh, is quite a loaded one because I think the answer is probably that we don't know. Right. So some people believe that if you're trying to, you know, lose weight, you should target, you know, where your end goal is. Uh, meaning, if your end goal is 80 kilograms, then you right. should be taking that amount of protein. Right. Um, but of course, there is also evidence to suggest that if you are older, you know, having a higher proportion of your calories protein may actually enable you to not only lose that weight but proportionately lose more fat and maintain more lean muscle right. mass which is kind of like the eventual goal because we do see that as people get lighter and lighter you find that you know whatever they take doesn't help to lose weight anymore mm-hmm. because uh, what they have done is they've changed their basal metabolic rate mm-hmm. they've lost muscle which essentially is what burns off, you know, a little more calories. So they essentially need to drop calories to then, you know, continue to lose weight. So we don't want to get to a point where we're essentially losing more and more muscle. So the aim of the game really is to lose fat Mm -hmm. and
0: either maintain or gain muscle depending on whether or not you have enough. Okay, so let me just do a very simple calculation. Mm-hmm. Let's try and do this calculation so that uh, everybody gets the uh, general idea, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I am a uh, 100 kilogram mm-hmm. person. Yes. Let's just not be gendered about this. Yes. Uh, 100 kilograms, uh, and that is my my weight yes. that I want to maintain. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would be 100 kilograms times 0.8. Yes, right. So that would be like 80 grams of protein. And the caveat is it's not 80 grams of chicken. Yes. So, so can you explain that a little bit? Of, typically,
1: you know, when we are talking about, say, 80 grams of uh, protein, we're not actually looking at like 80 grams of uh, chicken meat or 80 grams of pork because if you look at, you know, meat, like we said, you know, there is, uh, I guess, the fat, there is... Uh, Water. Uh, so we're going to see that uh, I think on an average for like animal protein, mm-hmm. we're going to see maybe four grams of protein, three to four grams of, you know, that meat protein that I've cooked will give you one gram of protein. Okay, okay. Uh, whereas for things like fish, it might be like five grams uh, that will give you one gram of protein, especially if we're looking at more fatty fish like sardines. And if we are looking at things like plant proteins, like tofu, it can be even as little as you know, uh, one hundred grams of you know tofu giving you only eight grams
0: of protein. So, is it easier to then just do a percentage calculation of total weight? Say, twenty percent of a plant protein mm-hmm. uh, will give is protein. Acid, yes. Yeah.
1: Right? So, uh, thirty grams. Thirty yes. percent. Yeah, you would say probably thirty uh, percent of. The meat that you're going to consume is going to be protein, and then only about 20% of, say, a plant protein is going to be protein. Okay.